What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Welcome to Dayton, Ohio, 1886. It's the middle of winter. A group of teenage boys is doing what teenagers sometimes do in the winter, playing hockey outdoors. This particular game takes place on a frozen pond next to the Dayton soldier's home, and one of its participants will be a household name in America by the turn of the century. But right now, he's just 18, and he's about to meet with an accident. Wilbur, you all right? You knocked out his teeth. Wilbur is Wilbur Wright of the famous Wright brothers. And in 1886, during a friendly game of hockey in his hometown of Dayton, Wilbur was struck in the face with a hockey stick. The blow broke his jaw and knocked out most of his upper front teeth. Somebody fetch a doctor. It was the kind of accident that happens all the time in youth sports, especially hockey. But Wilbur Wright was not your ordinary kid. And believe it or not, you can trace the origin of manned flight right back to the ice where Wilbur Wright lay bleeding on that pond in Ohio. That devastating injury would almost ground Wright's entire life. But it didn't. And from the crucible of his pain and suffering would emerge an invention that would allow humans to soar for the first time. Modern aviation depends upon a lot of things. The development of balloons and gliders. The invention of the internal combustion engine. Oh, and also a ton of trial and error. But mostly it depends on Wilbur Wright. You'll notice I didn't say the Wright brothers. We'll get to that. Nearly 20 years before the Wright brothers made history on the beaches of North Carolina, something happened that would change the course of their lives forever. Not to mention your life, and my life, and the lives of millions of others today. 
Welcome back to Flashback. In our first season of the podcast, we told you 10 stories of how some incredible unintended consequences had shaped history. And we are hard at work on season two. But first, between seasons, we're going to share with you some brand new bonus episodes every week. Sometimes these will be tied to events in the news. Sometimes they will be related to upcoming or previous seasons of the show. We start with a series of short stories about fateful moments from history. First up, the hockey accident that launched air travel. In this episode, we'll learn how necessity is indeed often the mother of invention, but sometimes she can be outright cruel. Wilbur and Orville Wright were the sons of Milton Wright, a bishop of the Church of the United Brethren in Christ. Wilbur, the eldest, was a smart and studious young man who excelled as both a student and multi-sport athlete. He had an incredibly bright future and was headed to Yale. Then, Wilbur's life took a detour during the winter of his senior year in high school. The detour took the form of a hockey stick belonging to the neighborhood bully, Oliver Crook Hall. The teenager lived two blocks from the Wrights. We'll never know for sure if he intended to hit Wilbur Wright in the mouth, but there's a pretty decent chance he did. You see, Hall had his own dental problems, severe toothaches. Fortunately, he worked at the town pharmacy so he could self-medicate with cocaine-laced lozenges, perfectly legal at the time. Hall was not just addicted to cocaine, he was also likely a psychopath. Years after striking Wilbur Wright, he grew up to be a serial killer, one who was electrocuted in 1906 for slaying at least 16 people, including his own family. But in a perverse way, we all owe Oliver Crook Haw some debt of gratitude for what he did to Wilbur Wright, though it certainly didn't seem so at the time. Haw's blow sent Wilbur's life spiraling in a new direction. Wright had to have his jaw set and get fitted for false teeth. For months, he suffered excruciating pain in his face, as well as heart palpitations and indigestion. But the physical ordeal was brief compared to the psychological one. Wilbur suffered bouts of severe depression for years. He remained at home, recovering and helping to take care of his mother, who was dying of tuberculosis. All talk of going to Yale stopped. The once bright-eyed 18-year-old became a recluse and an invalid. It would take almost eight years for Wilbur to recover from the injury. During this time, however, he took advantage of his homebound existence to devour every book he could get his hands on. He began a remarkable self-education that would fuel the rest of his life and career. And during this period, he also developed a singular obsession. This is how Wright described it in a letter to a friend in 1900. For some years, I've been afflicted with the belief that flight is possible to men. My disease has increased in severity, and I feel that it will cost me an increased amount of money, if not my life. To help him pursue his dream, Wilbur enlisted his younger brother, Orville. Orville was not a visionary like Wilbur, but he was a capable engineer, and together they made history at Kitty Hawk, North Carolina in 1903. Rolling for a takeoff down a 60-foot track, the four-cylinder engine generated only 12 horsepower, but it flew, something no other motored machine had ever done. It made four flights that epical day, the longest of which was only 852 feet. Today we tell the tale of the daring brothers who pioneered aviation. But the truth is, there really was only one Wright brother with the right stuff. It was Wilbur Wright alone, who was an incredibly intuitive scientist, 
who diligently studied birds, who played around with complex aeronautical data, who had the burning fire to create a flying machine, who worked out the wing design that would finally allow people to transcend the ground. Thank you all. Thank you all. In December 2003, just outside Kitty Hawk, North Carolina, America celebrated a century of human flight. It was a big deal. President George W. Bush was there. For as long as there is human flight, we will honor the achievement of a cold morning on the Outer Banks of North Carolina by two young brothers named Orville and Wilbur Wright. And both brothers deserve to be celebrated. Every time Wilbur and Orville made a flight attempt, they were risking their lives. But they weren't 50-50 partners. It wasn't Lennon and McCartney. Still, today the two men are inseparable. How did this happen? Well, it was Wilbur's health that once again helped define his life and legacy. Wilbur died at age 45 from typhoid fever. Orville would live another 36 years. 36 years in which he alone would define the brothers' accomplishments and accept the awards for them. Orville Wright adds his name in the annals of all American greats. Ambassador of aviation, first man in flying, Orville Wright. When the first definitive biography of the brothers came out in 1943, Wilbur had been dead for three decades. Orville was the only real source for their story, and so it of course focused on what the two men had done together. The Wright brothers collectively became the fathers of flight. It's funny. We have a tendency with history to valorize the accomplishments of single individuals. And usually the idea of one person changing the course of human history is an oversimplification. But here, despite the fact that we almost always refer to the Wright brothers collectively, we do have such an impactful individual in Wilbur Wright. In this case, thanks to that teenage hockey accident, we really do have an instance of that proverbial lone genius slaving away in obscurity, obsessed with realizing a vision that will someday change the world. Flashback is written and hosted by me, Sean Braswell, senior writer and executive producer at Aussie. It was edited by Maeve McGoran and produced by Tracy Moran. Chris Hoff engineered our show. Make sure to subscribe to Flashback on the iHeartRadio app or listen wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to read more about the accomplishments of Wilbur Wright, I encourage you to pick up a great new book called Wright Brothers, Wrong Story by William Hazelgrove. Thanks for listening. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. 
we haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win! Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Are you looking to build this year? If so, there is no better time than right now to start planning and to get your spot on the construction schedule. If you need a garage, a stall barn, a storage for vehicles, RV, boat, collectibles, or even a, a shop for your farm, hobbies, or car restoration projects, visit mortonbuildings.com and start your construction process with superior materials craftsmanship best in class warranty morton buildings are made to last for generations at morton the difference is in the details from their cutting edge innovations to their craftsmen in the field they are dedicated to surpassing expectations their legacy of excellence spans more than 120 years and morton buildings is 100% employee-owned with more than a quarter million satisfied customers. That means they're the industry leader you can trust. When you choose Morton, you'll experience quality at every step of the building process, starting before the walls even go up. Visit mortonbuildings.com to get started today. 